the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Hello again, and welcome to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. And we do have the winning combination here again today for you, ladies and gentlemen. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. From Score is the award-winning Rich Jekyll, of course. Hello, Christopher Hart of Hearts. That'd be me, of course, and Lucy Polito, also of Score. Great to see you again, Lucy. Good to see you, Chris. I'm a little upset. I'm so close to Chris, uh, to, uh... Rich no, today. You got it right. You're no, I'd like to be to close Chris. to Chris. I yeah. don't want to be close to you. Oh, yeah, what sits do a, I have? She usually sits across the table today. She's sitting uh, <laughs> next to Rich. Uh, we'll uh, introduce the guests here in just a moment because we have two guests uh, with us here today. But of course, first of all, SCORE is that great organization that's available to everyone nationwide with some over was it over 15,000 now volunteers over nationwide. Over 15,000, yeah, in 390 cities across the U.S. And that represents, shoot, that represents millennials, not millennials, millennia of experience and wisdom and expertise. In other words, if you add up all those 1,500 people's expertise, years of experience, you got thousands of years of experience, right? What the heck are you talking about? You got 50 years of experience yourself, right? Oh, I'm not that old. <laughs> you were in the business you world. It. <laughs> you were in the business world about 40, 50 years. I've been in the business world since 1968. 68. Well, that's 50 years because 69 is the 50th yeah. year. We're getting ready to celebrate. All right, the 50th all right. Year. You don't have to remember. Right? <laughs> so that's 50 years of experience right there. <laughs> just one right person. There, just one. Multiply that by 15,000. That's what I'm saying. That's oh. why we don't let Rich handle the budget. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the great thing is all of that experience is available for how much, Rich? For the big F word, my man. Are you going to say it again? I'm going to. Free. It's all free. Indeed. Tell them how they can take advantage of it, Lucy. Well, listen, it's very simple. All that experience available right here in Orlando at the National Entrepreneur Center. Um, And, of course, we also always have someone in person that will be there answering your phone. And or if you're stopping by and visiting us, we will be there ready to help you. And that's during normal business hours, Monday through Friday, and now Saturday mornings as well. And as Lucy mentioned, the National Entrepreneur Center is where SCORE and a number of other great organizations are located. And that is on the west end of the Orlando Fashion Square Mall. If you want to just park in the parking garage or you're right there, just follow the vines on the wall, and they'll lead you to the National Entrepreneur Center. And the phone number is 407-420-4844. That is for SCORE. And sure enough, if you call during those business hours, you'll get a human being on the phone. Yeah, you might. You might. And you might even get your question answered yeah, right there on the phone. You might get Lucy. Indeed. And But that's the way you start the process, ladies and gentlemen. The website is orlando.score.org. That has a little bit more about all of the volunteers at SCORE, all of the programs that they offer in terms of an educational curriculum. And this is a program that if anybody is uh, out there interested in getting into business but hasn't been before, take this program because then you will hit the ground running. You're not a kid, man. You learn a lot, a lot. And it it's not just textbook textbook knowledge. It's real life knowledge. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, about. lumps. Were you talking about that? Those thousands of years of experience uh, you're talking uh, about. All those lumps. I yeah, didn't exactly. understand. Okay. Exactly. And all of that, once again, the mentorship program is free. And the, for the educational curricul- curriculum, some of their offerings are free. The ones that they do charge for, the charge is really minuscule when you think about what you're yeah. going to come away with. Yep. And you can go to orlando.score.org to see the lineup and also to pre-register in all of these classes. And really everything pretty much SCORE does, unless otherwise noted, 
is done right there at the National Entrepreneur Center, state-of-the-art facility, world-renowned now. And uh, there's there's scant few like what we have here in Orlando. I think there's only three in the U.S. And we're one of them. And people just don't know it and they don't take advantage like they should. This is a this is a real blessing for our for our city here community sure yeah and more and more people are taking advantage because the word is spreading around and part of it's due to this radio show and part of it's due to you folks in the audience telling your friends and family about score which is what it's all about and because it is a national organization you can go to orlando i'm sorry to score.org simply score.org and that's where you'll see the locations and the contact information for the other offices in all 50 states right yes all 50 states Plus, you'll see a lot of templates up there and sample business plans and all kinds of legal term and documents like hiring uh, documents and that kind of stuff. It's all free. Indeed. All the big F word. Indeed. So once again, go to Orlando.score.org. And also, while you're at it, uh, check out the Facebook page, Score Orlando. Right. And like us, man. Yeah, that's right. Like us. Give us a kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Metaphorically speaking, uh, or figuratively Speak speaking. Speak for yourself. There you go. Something like that. Anyway. <laughs> and by the way, if you would like to hear this particular show again or any of our other past radio shows, you can find them at Orlando.score.org. All neatly categorized there, cataloged. Yeah, and you know the other thing you can find? What's that? Our newsletter. Oh, yeah, and sign and you up get for all it. the skinny and all the time. Indeed, indeed. All right, uh, you heard uh, me mention a little while ago that uh, SCORE is not the only organization in the National Entrepreneur Center. There are some, I think, 13 other organizations. 13, uh, right. And uh, one of our guests today is the president. Outgoing she is, but nonetheless still the president of one of those other organizations. And that would be the National Association of Women-Owned Business, uh, Women mm. Business Owners, right. otherwise known as NABO. Jennifer Dickerson with us today. How are you doing today, Jennifer? Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I appreciate you coming in. And uh, she has brought with her someone who is going to be a part of an event that they have coming up we're going to be telling you about. And let me go ahead and introduce him. He is... Tomas Lares of the, he is the founder and CEO of FA well, Florida Abolitionist and their website is stophumantrafficking.com. Tomas, thanks for being with us. Good to be here, Chris. Okay. So let's go back to Jennifer. What we usually like to do, Jennifer, is find out a little bit about something, a little something about our guests outside of what your professional life is like. So are you from this area? I am originally from St. Louis, actually. I moved down here in 86, though, so I've been down here quite some time. Okay. Uh, you say so you grew up in St. Louis area? I did. I oh, did. And what did you do there after you got out of school? Well, right out of school, I actually went to an, a small engineering college in University of Missouri, Rolla, and got a job at Lockheed Martin, believe it or not, right out of college. So okay. I moved down in 86. So to work here at the Lockheed plant, I sure. think. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought everybody who lived in St. Louis worked at Ann Hauser Bush. <laughs> um, can I say go blues tonight? <laughs> sure. You can say go blues anytime you like. Say it. <laughs> so... Um, so you were working at Lockheed Martin as an, an engineer. Correct. And what, uh, so how long did you do that? I did that for a couple of years and then um, moved uh, and did some um, environmental work at McDonnell Douglas over in Titusville. Then uh, went into consulting and then decided to start my own business. Okay. What was that in? Environmental consulting, actually. We um, did training and procedure management, um, primarily for businesses um, who couldn't afford an environmental person to do that, and then later um, ended up with some contracts with the Department of Energy. You you say you were an environmental consultant. Was this to help people navigate regulations? Compliance, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Okay. Strictly compliance and then training. Um for the compliance regula- regulations. Okay. Was this your first business? It was. 
Did you come from a family of entrepreneurs? Um, well, I came from a family of engineers. Um, okay. And um, no, I really, I really didn't. I took that leap of faith uh, in 2002 and had the support of my uh, wonderful husband. And he uh, just said, go for it. So that's what I did. Okay. And by the way, she is an ex-SCORE client. SCORE was the first first organization I sought out to help me with my business because I knew that I wanted to do work for the government. And so SCORE, um, I sought out SCORE and they helped me with branding and um, business plan. And so they were instrumental in, in my, my business. How, how did you know about SCORE? How did you I, find out about them? The, the SBA website, sba.gov. Okay. Uh, that was my first place to look, um, Small Business Administration. And um, they had um, information on SCORE. And so I look up, looked up the local chapter and, and sought them out. Okay. What, is, is the counselor that you worked with still at SCORE? Well, I worked with Jerry Ross a long time oh, ago. Yeah. He is with the National Entrepreneur yeah, Center. Yes. Um, but I um, um, worked with other folks at SCORE. Again, it was 2002, so it was a while ago. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's anybody else left there. But I've, oh, I've known Jerry. Oh, there. maybe. Oh, sorry. See, I shouldn't have said that. We probably probably did. Yeah. Okay. That's where I know you from. It could be. Could be. So I take it uh, the experience benefited you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to know that they were there for um, support and the free world word also helps as young <laughs> entrepreneur. <free> yes. <laughs> well, it is important for startup businesses because we don't have a lot of cash in no. pockets. So to have those resources there was very beneficial for my company. Yeah, okay. I think uh, free is important even for people who are already in business because, you know, uh, going and getting expertise is not uh, Cheap. <laughs> Therefore, uh, to have 60 people that are in various uh, types of experience to be there, ready, willing to help people, I think that's very important. And, and so that's one of the great things we bring to the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I take it you started engaging and uh, working with organizations other than SCORE because you've become the president of NABO, who is also located in the National Entrepreneur Center. That is correct. I was looking at other women organizations um, in Central Florida to help me not only with my business, but networking opportunities, Mm -hmm. building relationships. And NABO had something called a business plan competition um, over eight years ago. And I submitted for that competition and won. And that was um, a wonderful um, avenue for me. Both it, it offered me monetary um, winnings and a um, counseling. So I just love the organization. I believe in it. It's here to help propel women entrepreneurs um, into economic, social, and political spheres of power worldwide. That's what we're all about. Okay, we're getting ready to take a break, but real quickly, what's the NABO website, please? NABO Orlando. Dot org. N-A-W-B-O Orlando dot org. Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. All right. Great champagne and, and chocolate parties, too. <laughs> All right. And they have an event, speaking of that, coming up that we're going to be telling you about. Introduce our next guest or get to our next guest. You are listening to What's the Score? We thank you for doing that. And we're going to be right back with more. Okay, we're back. What's the score is the name of this show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rich Jekyll from Score, Lucy Polito from Score, and myself, Christopher Hart, are here with you today. And our guests are Jennifer Dickerson. She is the present president of NABO, National Association of Women Business Owners, NABO.org. Sorry, NABOOrlando.org. And uh, she has brought with her today someone who is going to be a part of an event that she has coming up. And that is Tomas Laris. And Tomas, you are the founder and CEO of an organization that is trying to stop human trafficking. And that's the name of the website, StopHumanTrafficking.com. So tell us a little bit about yourself. I mean, that's that's a pretty uh, lofty goal yeah. there. Uh, yeah. So are you from this area? So uh, first of all, Chris, thank you for saying my name correctly. Hardly no one says both names 
correctly. <laughs> so I'm very impressed. Uh, thank thank you. you. I appreciate that. Um, I'm from originally from Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I moved down here in 1989 to go to Southeastern University in Lakeland, okay. Florida, mm-hmm. and never left. I found out that it's actually warm in, <laughs> in the winter uh, in the cold Michigan. Uh, Lake Effect Snow was no longer a part of my life. Okay. <laughs> and what did you do after you graduated? So I started a music program there at Southeastern that they ended up hiring me. I created a staff in one of their uh, their new buildings that they had uh, created. The school's really grown significantly. Right. Um, and so I was on staff uh, for a couple years and then decided to go into my field. My first job in Lakeland was with the Big Brother, Big Sister program as a student. So I began to see abused children uh, in the community and didn't know at the time that many had been trafficked, that they were actually kids that were being sold by parents for drugs. Right. And um, some other horrible uh, things that occur in in that space. And um, my undergrad psychology. So I went to start working um, at Circles of Care after that in, in 96 in uh, Melbourne, Florida, and began to work in the school system there. Although guidance counselors, unfortunately, these days are overwhelmed by so many different uh, requirements. So they're bringing in counselors now to be interventionists was my title in the system. And so that was my uh, next job. Um, after that, I started working in the prevention of child abuse with the exchange club Yellow Umbrella at the time. A entrepreneur named Brenda Harris brought me in and we ended up starting a separate organization called Links of Hope that still exists today in Brevard County. Links of Hope. And when did you venture into your own, start, found your own uh, um, nonprofit organization? I was in Washington, D.C. in 2004. We had received a grant from the Department of Labor under the Faith-Based Initiative under uh, President uh, George W. Bush. And I was up there for training and also uh, uh, sharing our best practices. At the time, he was the uh, U.S. Senator uh, from Kansas, uh, Senator Brownback, and he now Ambassador Brownback right. under the Trump administration. And he, his associate invited me to their staff meeting that week. And little did I know that um, what I call it was a divine appointment. This was July 2004 that uh, the senator was introducing his staff that day to the trafficking in persons report, which our State Department has issued since 2001 every June on where every country is on the fight against human trafficking. And so I was beside myself sitting there listening to the report that there was actually modern day slavery occurring in our own backyard. I came back to Florida, found the two people that were the uh, forerunners and pioneers in our state. One was Professor Terry Coonan at Florida State University, uh, who started in, uh, researching human trafficking in 2002. The other was Anna Rodriguez, who had the first case that was brought to uh, um, actually to our uh, Congress, the United States versus Tecum, where uh, traffickers were bringing Guatemalans in uh, to South Florida to the fields of Immokalee to be slaves during the day and domestic servants at night in their homes. And this case uh, became a landmark case to create our uh, modern-day slavery law called the Trafficking Victims Protection Act of 2000. Wow. wow. And so you decided to start your, your own nonprofit to help in these efforts. I did. I had one of the first seminars, Chris, in 2004-2005 here in Central Florida, and uh, invited uh, the, these uh, forerunners that I had spoken. They came here, and we started uh, the Space Coast. I was still in Melbourne, uh, Human Trafficking Task Force, which still exists today. They're out of Yera um, in Brevard. And um, pretty soon uh, came uh, t- two years later, 2006, to Orlando. Um, thought I was going to join this uh, task force against trafficking found out there was no task force here for human trafficking. So I started, uh, back then what's now the greater Orlando human trafficking task force. And we started working with the vice unit, um, here in orange County, Osceola called the metropolitan bureau investigation going on stings, whether it was uh, three o'clock in the morning on orange blossom trail or at the high end hotels on international drive. Wow. Human trafficking has no boundaries. It can be of, folks that are targeted uh, that are from a socioeconomic um, 
uh, middle, uh, upper class, or it can be those who are homeless on our streets. There's f- uh, around 40,000 runaways per year in Florida of minors, and they get targeted uh, from these criminals, of by course. these criminals, rather. And, of course, we saw an example of what you're talking about recently with the owner of the New England Patriots football team. He did. Getting caught up in it. I mean, because he's <laughs> guy's loaded. Yes. And uh, here he was in a dive, basically. That is something that we are really just seeing the, 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 the surface of the problem uh, in, our, in our state and throughout our nation. These uh, many of these uh, businesses, massage parlors, in this uh, example, are really modern day brothels. Mm-hmm. These women have to live there, which was proven, and then they have to perform these acts. Usually, they're not paid. I've worked with so many that um, are in debt bondage. I've actually seen a negative pay stub where they were actually doing payroll, right? And now it's going in the negative because right. they owe uh, for. Right. Um, and uh, most of these women are obviously foreigners, and and these folks hold on to their passports. So you know they they're basically slaves for sure. Yes, and the reason there's not a lot of cases that we're seeing prosecuted, whether it's at the federal level, the state level, or the local, is because uh, many of our, the foreign-born victims will not cooperate with law enforcement, and there cannot be any case if they do not cooperate. Um, they need their testimony. They need proof. And so just for example, this, what just occurred in South Florida with the owner of the Patriots, um, this really, there's no one, it will probably go to jail. Um, and it's something that's in our, in plain sight. And so we have a lot of work to do. Yeah. Other than the embarrassment, he, you're right. He probably will not uh, serve any time. So that brings me back to you, Jennifer, Uh, as you're, holding an event, and Tomas is going to be the featured speaker, I take it. Well, he's going to be the featured speaker, but he's also bringing a panel of uh, some very great people, and maybe he can tell about the event. Sure. When, where, what? Sure. It's a lunch and learn event. We put on um, monthly lunch and learns. It's always the second Tuesday of every month. So it will be this coming Tuesday, June 11th, from 1130 to 130 at the National Entrepreneur Center. Okay. And if if they want to find out more information, they can go to our website at naboorlando.org and go under the events tab where they can register. Okay. Is there a charge for this? For non-members, it's $25. Okay. And for members, NABO members, it's free. Okay. And if I'm not mistaken, remind me, I think anybody can join NABO, can't they? Both men and women? Um, it ha- You have to be 51% woman-owned business. I see. Okay. And so um, we do have sponsorships of businesses like um, and or universities under a separate sponsorship. So you don't have to be a woman-owned business, um, but You're part of what's uh, yep. going on. Yes, and all of that you can find at naboorlando.org. Correct. Yep. So uh, lunch and learn. Uh, typically, thinking of a business organization, this is not what you would typically think you would find at that luncheon. So how did this occur? Well, part of NABO is advocacy and corporate social responsibility. And so we wanted to bring awareness because we thought this was really important for our women business owners um, just to understand that it's in our backyard, what to look out for, especially as they employ people, what to be um, looking for. So we thought this was a great um, advocacy workshop to have Tomas. It, it just happened that we were in the right place at the right time that I got an opportunity to meet him and he was ready, willing, and able to come and have this panel of, of experts, um, talk to our members and, um, anyone else who is interested in joining us next Tuesday. And once again, Tomas, his website is stophumantrafficking.com. And can people like, do you have a newsletter or things like this? As we well? do. They can immediately sign up for the newsletter that will pop up once they uh, get on the website homepage. Okay. And I take it you're looking for any and every opportunity to get out and educate the public. We are because, because as I stated, we're just scratching the surface, um, whether it's federal, state or local uh, law enforcement uh, investigations. Unfortunately, with the Internet um, and now the dark net, uh, this problem is going to increase and grow, 
and they are recruiting. Um, there's there wouldn't be human trafficking if there wasn't a demand, and so it, the demand is increasing to buy uh, or um, whether it's for an hour or for life, um, ch- women, children, uh, boys and girls, and so we are uh, really alarmed at the increase that it, that is occurring. And once again, this is happening in our own backyard. We'll get to some of the statistics. Uh, about this problem when we come back from the break. But if you would like to meet Tomas and you says the panel, and we'll get to what the panel is going to be discussing as well, go to NaboOrlando.org and sign up for the luncheon coming up this Tuesday. It's from 1130 to 130. Once again, the National Entrepreneur Center, state-of-the-art facilities there. And uh, it is uh, something you do need to pre-register for. And to non-members, it's $25. Correct. And uh, to members of NABO, it is free. And, and don't forget that the, the National Entrepreneur Center in the Orlando Fashion Square Mall, really easy to find. Just get off of McGuire there where the parking garage is, and you'll find it right there. I encourage people to sign up ASAP yeah. because we're running out of time, truly. Really. Right. Uh, it's just come this coming Tuesday, so yeah. uh, and we expect and a packed house. So yeah, please sign up. Very interesting subject uh, and very important for our community. Timely, so, timely, yeah, very timely. All right. Speaking of timely, we're going to have to take a break here in just a moment. And also, while you're there for this event, if you have not familiarized yourself with SCORE and the other organizations in the National Entrepreneur Center, take a few extra moments and do just that. Yeah, I'll be there. Okay. All Over right. at SCORE. There you go. All right. Okay. All of this, once again, at National Entrepreneur Center. Okay. We're going to take a break, and when we come back on the other side, we'll talk, as I said, about some of the, the, the incredible statistics having to do with human trafficking and guess what ladies and gentlemen florida is number three this is not a something we want to be bragging about no, this though it's not a break all right but we'll be right back with more of what's the score Back and we are What's the Score? And we want to thank you for listening and telling your friends and family about the show. It's really growing, as is the great reputation of Score. All right, speaking of great reputations, we have Lucy Polito from Score, and then there's Rich. <laughs> wait, wait just a second. Number one, you should have mentioned me first uh, when you said right. great reputation. Yes. Well, you do have the award. You, you, do, have, award uh, you, you do have a <laughs> reputation, but it may not be great. Oh, I thought we weren't going to mention uh, that part. The award-winning, and he does have a great reputation, Rich Jekyll. And today's guests are Jennifer Dixon. And, I'm sorry, Jennifer Dickerson. I apologize, Jennifer. Jennifer Dickerson, she is the current president of the National Association of Women Business Owners. And her guest for her event and our other guest here today is Tomas Laris, and he is the founder and CEO of is it actually Florida Abolitionist? Yes. Okay, that's the Correct. name of your nonprofit. And the website is StopHumanTrafficking.com. StopHumanTrafficking.com. And we were just, as we went into the break, uh, I was just going to look at some of the statistics that you have here. There are forty, at least 40 million slaves in the world today. And I... when. When, when you say 40 million slaves in the world today, where are they primarily? Primarily, the number one country is India. India. Yes. India. Yes. And they're not a poor country. So No. The disparity, though, between... It's huge. The disparity. Yeah. The caste systems. It's absolutely. That, the culture plays into it big time. Yeah, uh-huh. it's sort of the remnants of yes. that. And Indeed. Where does the United States rank? United States, um, on the, the worldwide scale, unfortunately, we um, are... We're a destination uh, country, but we're also a country that's going, that's uh, doing sex tourism. Uh, so that means many, we have one of the highest numbers of people leaving the country to go to countries like Thailand or some of these other countries for sex trafficking or the sex trade. I see. So when people go to these countries to take advantage of it, they're yes. feeding into the problem. They indeed and uh, the it's the it's the estimate in terms of the value of the industry which is unfortunate way to say it but that's what it is is over 150 billion dollars a year yes 
In other words, that's the amount of money people are making off of the trade. Yes. And that, that's, this is billion with a B. And that money is going into the hands of criminals, terrorist yes. organizations, drug cartels, and the like. It is. Many of the other criminal organizations, and the FBI has identified seven uh, worldwide, uh, traditionally uh, the, the biggest organizations, including whether it's the Italian mafia, uh, the, the Russians, the Eastern European uh, organized crime, the Japanese, Zarkuza, uh, the Chinese, um, also the uh, Mexican and Central American cartels, and then the American pimp model is the uh, organized crime that is fueling human trafficking. Uh, many of them have stated in interviews, at, literally, that it is a better business plan than drug trafficking, weapons, uh, um because with weapons and drugs, once you get rid of those at the point of the initial point of sale, you have to get more. With humans, you can use them over and over again. Yeah, indeed. And I see Florida is number three in the nation. This is according to the National Human Trafficking Hotline based in Washington, D.C., out of the Players Project. We're getting the third highest calls to report, uh, whether it's sex or labor trafficking. So we have both. We do. And, and sometimes the, the same person is used for both, you were saying. They are. But, they are. But as you said before, the broadcast, uh, that's a good thing in a way because we're getting more calls. Exactly. So it doesn't mean Orlando, for example, is the third highest city per capita of receiving calls. doesn't mean that uh, we have more uh, cases Events. in Los Angeles right. or New York City. It means that our folks really care here in Central Florida. We've been educating um, for 15 years. I have personally uh, educated tens of thousands of people that are calling the hotline. And so they see something, they're saying something, whether it's something suspicious they're seeing in their neighborhood, maybe at a massage parlor or at the mall. So our, let's just say our people are more active in terms of this, right? I'm very proud to be a central uh, Floridian now. Um, because our people do care and there's so many getting involved and we are known uh, throughout the nation for that. Good. By the way, the national human trafficking hotline (laughs) number is eight, 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 three, seven, three, seven, eight, eight, eight. So look at, think of it this way. Eight, 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 three, seven, three, seven, eight, 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 three, seven, three, seven, eight, eight, eight. And uh, there is, uh, by the way, you can follow Florida Abolitionist at on the, their Twitter at, at Florida FLA Abolitionist. I'm sorry, FL Abolitionist, duh, FL Abolitionist. And uh, that's on Twitter. The website, once again, is StopHumanTrafficking.com. And obviously, uh, you need uh, financial assistance doing this sort of thing. Yes, yes, we have... Um the 99.9% of our budget is private donors. So it could be individuals, uh, congregations, or private foundations. Uh, we, Even though we've been involved on the front lines with governmental uh, organizations now all these years, federal, state, and local, we, whether it was training or being uh, a victim advocate for their organizations, uh, as victims come in, we have uh, focused mostly on uh, private funding at this time. I see. Okay. And once again, people can go to your website, I presume, and make a donation. Yes. StopHumanTrafficking.com. StopHumanTrafficking.com. You said when you came to Central Florida, there wasn't an organization like where you came from here. Uh, besides your organization now, are you seeing more other organizations like this uh, popping up in the so area? So in, in 15 years, uh was the one of the first advocates, one of the first seminars we had, and now, um, now the chairman of the Central Florida Alliance on Human Trafficking, and that is about fifteen counties here in Central Florida that have a task force or a working group, and so we meet uh, on a quarterly basis. When you, I'm sorry, real quick, when you say task force, are you talking about law enforcement? Yes, okay. the task force consists of law enforcement, prosecutors, victim advocates, care providers, and uh, community groups. It could be a faith based or on uh, non-faith base and each county now 15 counties here on the i4 corridor have a task force been able to either help co-found or assist them uh from the from day one jennifer jennifer dickerson the president of nabo what kind of reaction did you get from some of the other women when you decided to have tomas come speak oh very <coughs> actually uh, uh 
good reaction. Uh, people wanted to know more about this, wanted to help do something about this. And so, um, like I said, we're expecting a packed house. I think a lot of uh, women business owners are and should be interested in this subject. It's something that's right in our backyard. And so they are ready, uh, willing and able to listen, learn and do something about it. I think not just women, I think men should be very interested and uh, certainly anybody who's in business should be very, yes, very interested. Definitely. Real quick question. Men can come to this event and don't have to be a member of Oh, my gosh. Absolutely, right. please. Yes, yeah, right. absolutely. It is open to anyone and everyone. It's Tuesday at the National Entrepreneur Center. It is a lunch and learn panel discussion. We'll get to the panel here in a moment. Rich. Yeah, yeah I, you, you say on your uh, little handout here, know the signs. What does that mean? So depending on where you um, where you are and your business, for example, we've trained now for 10 years the hospitality industry in the hotels and um, motels, resorts. What the front desk sees uh, is going to be different from what housekeeping sees from maybe what valet sees. And so we have a comprehensive training uh, for um, the hospitality industry of how they can uh, identify those red flags based on what position they're in in the in the in the industry and then how to report it effectively and i see you say volunteer locally as well you talk about with organizations like yours and we believe this coalition you mentioned i believe in the power of collaboration you know we've all we know the african uh, uh, proverb it takes a village to raise a child well it takes an army of dedicated passionate warriors to fight this evil Uh, again uh, one of the agencies that i work with there's a victim now six years old right now here in uh, Orlando. Six years old. Six years old that was sold for sex. Oh. There's a demand. that It's because there's a demand. There would not be human trafficking. Okay. And once again, you can go to stophumantrafficking.com to find out more, to make a donation, to become a part of the solution. Stophumantrafficking.com. And this event is open to everyone. If you're a member of NABO, it is free. If you're not, it's only $25. And it's going to be at the National Entrepreneur Center Tuesday. That's the 11th. And it's from 1130 to 130. And if you get there early, you can do a little networking around, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. And lunch will be provided. Okay. And so... And you can get wine and chocolate? Sorry, no wine and chocolate. I was going to say, if you are going to come to this event... It's also an opportunity to become acquainted with what is at the National Entrepreneur Center. Right. Indeed. And especially SCORE. And especially SCORE, and I will be working there. All right. Well, okay. Well, maybe. I'll be existing Which there. means yeah. uh, if you peek in the window, he'll have his feet up on the desk, his, his head back in his hands. you said it was break time or something. <laughs> uh, okay, so once again, uh, to get tickets uh, to register for the luncheon, Go to NaboOrlando.org. That's N-A-W-B-O Orlando.org. NaboOrlando.org. To find out more about human trafficking, go to StopHumanTrafficking.com. And that's also where you can make a donation to help out Tomas. I would like to tell you about the panel because please, please uh, sign up again. Uh, register as soon as possible. This panel is some of the experts here in Central Florida, if not Florida, We're going to have a judge that worked with trafficking victims in the court system here in Central Florida. We're going to have the director of the one of the oldest safe houses that's working with the women on a daily basis. We're going to have a survivor of trafficking there that's going to speak about her experience and being trafficked by her mother. We're going to mother. mother, um, Yes, by her parents. We're going to have uh, somebody that's talking about prevention. That's working in the schools, and uh, before this can has to happen, this trauma uh, can be prevented. And what parents need to know, and teachers, and those in authority, uh, myself as an advocate, um, will be speaking. And we're going to have law enforcement there. One of the lead investigators that's cracking the cases here in Central Florida will be speaking. So this is going to be comprehensive from A to Z. Please don't miss it. Uh, it's going to be one of the most informative panels that we've created um, this thus far.
Okay. Sounds great. And once again, this will be in a state-of-the-art facility there at the National Entrepreneur Center. I would imagine there'll be some question and answers from the audience. Yes, yes, sir. Okay, all of this Tuesday from 1130 to 1.30, National Entrepreneur Center. Go to NaboOrlando.org to register. $25 if you're not a member, and that includes lunch, NaboOrlando.org. And click under the Events tab. There you go. All right, we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Okay, welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Once again, this is What's the Score, a fascinating subject we have here today. And the the guests are Jennifer Dickerson. She is the president of the National Association of Women Business Owners, and she is holding an event coming up Tuesday, and the featured speaker and the director of the panel discussion is Tomas Laris, and he is the founder and CEO of Florida Abolitionist. And that website is StopHumanTrafficking.com. And one thing that uh, is good about radio, well, there's a lot of good things about radio, but uh, the main thing is you can reach a mass audience with your message. And whatever that message happens to be, in this case, we're talking about an event featuring a speaker talking about human trafficking. And uh, this is, you know, just one example of how radio can be utilized to get a particular message out to a mass audience. Maybe it's your message that you would like to get out to a mass audience. And the best way to do that is to talk to Bill Files. He's the radio guy here. He is the station manager at Salem Media Group Orlando. His phone number is 407-618-1760. He can certainly help you get your message to that particular mass audience that you want to reach because he has four great radio stations here at Orlando with excellent, strong signals, and a couple of them even have uh, FM simulcasting. So, Bill, at 407-618-1760, whether you want to advertise on the radio, maybe sponsor a show, or maybe have a show of your own, there are a multitude of ways that you can utilize the great power of radio to get your mass your message out to a mass audience. And that's what we're doing here today. And it sounds like you're going to have a massive audience. That's what we've been audience. doing every day for, every, for, what, five years? Something like that, yeah. yeah. Um, Not every day. Right. And as we were going to the break, you were talking about this uh, panel of experts and people from the field, including judge, law enforcement, and others. And are these folks that you work with regularly as you're spreading the word around? So the the expert panels, uh, they're active. They're uh, currently active in the fight against trafficking, yes. Okay. Yes. And uh, this is a pretty extraordinary event, but uh, this is something that, that you know, I, w- I would anticipate that, that that your organization would like to get behind on a sort of a regular basis, if possible. Absolutely. And I can tell you, as a mother of a 16-year-old, this hits home for me. So a 16-year-old girl. So this is something that I think we, as business owners, uh, need to be aware of as a community. We need to um, open our eyes to and um, would like to continue um, working with Tomas and his foundation. Well, let's bring it a little closer to home because you mentioned you have a 16-year-old daughter. Uh, all of these people who are caught up in this, I'm talking about the women, the girls. Yes. They're not all foreigners, I take it. No. And and that's something that we have to, we educate on a daily basis to our audience. Many are uh, domestic as well. What's occurred, unfortunately, with the foreign-born victims is we used to see many more in the early days. Because our immigration system has not been fixed in this nation, uh, many are now hiding in the shadows and are even in more fear. The traffickers tell them, you see, uh, the government here doesn't care about you. And so you'll be uh, definitely de- uh, not just deported. You'll not be able to come back or even apply for any type of visa. Another myth, Chris, is that most of the foreign born victims I've worked with were here at once uh, with legal status. They came on a work visa, a guest worker, a student. What happened when we, they got here in Florida, they were exploited in some manner. Maybe there was a false job. So once you are sponsored to work here in Florida and you leave that employment, you need to go report back and you, you need to reapply, go back to your nation. What's happened is these criminals have figured that out. 
that many of these folks will either keep working for no pay or, or little pay under harsh conditions, so they're not going to tell. Or if they leave, they're out of status now, so they're in fear uh, for their um, being caught. And so it's really something that needs to be reformed, and we want to get more groups involved uh, in Tallahassee and Washington, D.C. Yeah, it's not just uh, women or girls, right? No, that's another thing. Is It's also women, uh, boys um, as well. Uh, we're yeah. looking at about 30 uh percent of boys that are being trafficked 30 percent boys do not report as as women do or if there's a sting they'll deny that they're a victim as well and so you're dealing with a lot of uh, layers of trauma you're dealing with a lot of layers of fear with these victims uh, because they really have uh, these criminals have uh, done their job of the threats brainwashing force fraud and coercion yes are you sometimes frustrated that this doesn't seem to get as much attention as it warrants? Very frustrated. I, I believe that uh, we need to bring more awareness, and that's why I'm so honored to be invited uh, by Jennifer to the event on Tuesday, because we need to let everyone know that this is occurring. Uh, it's kind of like what, you know, before people said, well, you know, maybe domestic violence is really, it's not real, or maybe child abuse is not real, or maybe sexual assault, it never happened to me. And we know those um, abuses are very real to many people. It's the same, really, thought. It, just because it hasn't happened to you yet or your family doesn't mean it does not exist. No, indeed. Once again, uh, that is Tomas Loras. Laris and his foundation is, I'm sorry, his nonprofit organization is, I see the F here and I want to say is FA, that is Florida Abolitionist. The website, StopHumanTrafficking.com, StopHumanTrafficking.com, and you can be a part of the solution by going to that website and helping out. And you can also come to this great luncheon event. and Get educated like we're getting. Indeed. And that is coming up Tuesday at the National Entrepreneur Center from 1130 to 130 in the afternoon. Jennifer Dickerson here. uh, She is the president of NABO. You can go to her website, their website, at NABOOrlando.org, N-A-W-B-O-Orlando.org. And once again, there's a $25 charge. It includes lunch. And, uh, and and that's just if you're not a member. But if you'd like to be a member and you'd like to find out how you can be a part of what they're doing at NABO, you'll find all of that once again at NABOOrlando.org. And do you have a newsletter there that people can sign up for? Um, we we do not at this time. We're, we're working on that, though, Chris. Okay, so if you're out there and you want to join NABO and do their newsletter, go to NABOOrlando.org. <laughs> Thanks. Or if you're even eligible, uh, join NABO. They're a great Indeed. organization that we've Indeed. been dealing with for years now. We've re- and, we've been rapidly growing. Yeah. So. And you say you do these luncheons the same. Second Tuesday of every month. Yes, the second Tuesday of each month. Okay, mm-hmm. and so people can go to the website, and however, and see what's coming up next. Click under the events tab and find out all about um, other events that are coming up. We have a women's business conference in Jacksonville this year in October. That is the national organization. So there's going to be someone um, from all 50-plus chapters there, and it's going to be a great event. So we we do events all over. Do women have to be owners of the business? To join NAVO, you have to be 51% women-owned, but we do have other membership um, categories that you can be a business, uh, an other business or university or, um, you know, there it's a corporate sponsorship. So, and we are all also always looking for corporate sponsors as well. Like I said, we are growing and we want to, um, continue to provide, um, lunch and learns and just like this. So, so for our members. Okay. And all of this you can find at their website, NABOOrlando.org. That's NABOOrlando.org. 
And you do other events as well. Rich mentions this. You do the wine, women, and chocolate. <laughs> we event. do. Right. We do. We, we do have some fun. We do have some networking events, you know, some social events. Um, we do educational series. Um, we are in the middle of Women Who Win, which takes young entrepreneurs into different webinar series and uh, mentorship programs. You do your um, business plan. And we do our business competition plan competition every year. And that's the yep. Propel Her Pitch. It's like a mini shark tank. Yep. That's super fun where we take six, we dwindle it down to six um, women business owners, three in the emerging category and three in the established category. And we have like a mini shark tank. And it's really fun to get up on stage. Uh, typically, we have had it at Full Sail University. And it's just a fun event. Does so. that come up in the fall? It came, It's usually February, oh, March February. time frame. Okay. Uh, once again, though, all of these things you'll find at the website, which is naboorlando.org, N-A-W-B-O Orlando.org. And Tomas, uh, as you said, you're looking for other opportunities to go out and speak in front of other groups. Uh, and yes. so they can go to your website and if somebody would like to request you. We have a tab that for speaker request or a booth request. If uh, it's to give information, we can do that at any kind of festival or convention and also speaker request uh, from A to Z. could be a Rotary Club or a congregation or events uh, that we're going to like we're going to be doing the luncheon on Tuesday. I do want to say, Chris, that this is a bipartisan issue. It is, uh, for example, one of the uh, our our guest on Tuesday who uh, was really behind legislation for education in schools uh, in Florida did not pass the session. Um, we received one hundred and twelve to zero in the House uh, here in, in Tallahassee uh, of support. Now, for Republicans and Democrats these days to agree on anything, this is something that's going unanimous in voting. And so, you know, this is something important for our community when you have that kind of unity uh, against this uh, horrific crime. So I just want to say that it's very bipartisan. We're getting support from everyone, unless you're the trafficker. Uh, sure. And so one more other thing. And that's um, the only way we'll solve it, too, by the way. Oh, yes. And we're yeah. just beginning. I believe yeah. there's the momentum, the awareness. So I really appreciate even this opportunity today uh, with y'all. Um, if I can say one last thing. Sure. I know we're ending. But... Um, I'm really honored to be, to be with Ricky and Lucy Ricardo. I mean, I'm sorry. The, light, the lights are bright in here. I mean, Rich and Lucy today. Rich and Lucy, I'm sorry. The only thing is he acts more like Lucy and she acts more like Ricky Ricardo. So uh, I, I appreciate that. I thought it was time to cut, Jeff. Uh, so but anyway, uh, I encourage uh, all of you listeners out there to help out one way or another. And you can do that by going to Stop Human Traffic. Trafficking.com, StopHumanTrafficking.com. Seek out Tomas. Have him speak in front of your group, in front of your business, in front of your organization. Everybody needs to know about this. Uh, yeah. You know, because uh, as I said, it's, everybody's got to be a part of the solution. Or it's and not attend work. this thing on Tuesday. Indeed. Go to Perfect Na- opportunity. Absolutely. NaboOrlando.org to register. It's Tuesday the 11th. From 11.30 to 1.30 at the National Entrepreneur Center. Get there a little bit early, do a little networking, and this is going to be a very educational event. And lunch is also a part of the deal. So go to NaboOrlando.org right now and sign up. So I want to thank you both for being here. Yeah, thank you so thank much you. for having yes. us. Yes. Really God, we learned so it. much. And, and all the luck in the world to you. And, and God it. bless you. Absolutely. All right, that's going to wrap it up for this week. Next week, that's it for What's the Score. See ya. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.